Good day, mates. It's um, time for another episode of WMMA All Day today. I'm joined by Technical Tim to discuss a brief recap of the um, coward Max Griffin's Max Griffin's assassination of the um, brave Zalim Imadaev. Uh, <laughs> you're you're gonna you're gonna take a shot at me right away, aren't you? Beginning of the episode. Yeah, of course. Before you can get in, um, UFC two three six recap and UFC on ESPN plus seven Overeem versus Lainik. An interesting fight to be sure. So, all right. So, Tim, how are we today? Not bad. Just uh, just got back from grappling, so I'm just chilling. Fair enough. I'm sure the um, parents at the um, children's playground are happy you left, but uh, <laughs> we'll be fine. I personally have lost my voice for the most part, so this is more fucked than usual, but... Yeah, I, oh can well, never tell. I can never tell Like if, you're, if an Australian voice is compromised anyway, so you're fine. My accent is not particularly Australian, but whatever. All right, so let's just... <laughs> well, whatever. The, I mean, it's not fucking American. I'm an ignorant American, so it's all good. Fair enough. You can just say American. <laughs> um, all right, so let's run through 236 quickly. Davis Costa. Yeah, Costa did pretty well, actually. I was legitimately surprised. Yeah, he... Uh, I, uh, I kind of expected him to, to like, land some bombs because he... I mean, Davis is pretty hittable. Like, let's be real. Like... Pretty much in every fight, but yeah, I I expected him to land some bombs. I didn't think he'd hurt him all that much, though. I think that's kind of yeah. the, the surprise, but uh, I still think Davis was actually value at his line because it's like if Costa doesn't finish him, <laughs> he's going to get fucked. So, like, like sure, I, I feel like just God. the longer the fight goes and the more prolonged exchanges there are, Davis will just kind of win. True. It was like minus 200. And like when you're true, true. hurt badly, three times the minus true. 200, I'd get iffy. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't play it anyway, but um, no, I, I hear you. I, I think you can argue both ways. I was medium sized and call Davis, so I felt, I felt a lot less confident about that than I was expecting to. Um, yeah. And Costa, Costa looks like a decent prospect for his record and lack of any real experience. Yeah, I just don't think he should be in the UFC yet. Like, yeah, I think, no, no way. I, I think but... you go to LFA or something, and like, yeah. like, like go the Casey Kenny route or, or someone. Like, he's obviously pretty good. It's you just you just don't want him to get fucked up four fights in a row and like lose his chin and things like that at such a young age. And I think Davis was, was you know in terms of like bottom level UFC bantamweights, um, Davis is one of the harder matchups for him. It's like Hernandez yeah. versus Marcus Perez. It's like, you know, you throw this guy a bit of athleticism, a bit of ex- explosion up against one of the toughest, most durable journeymen you can find. Yeah. And then they get then they gas out and get fucked after five minutes. Yeah, like a durable, <laughs> crafty them, guy. Unless <laughs> if you gave them a guy who just sort of like might be more explosive than Davis and Perez, but would more likely fall apart, they might do something. You get what I mean? No, no, for sure. Like, I, I, I totally agree. I think that's a good comparison of the two. Like, Davis kind of is like a Perez. Yeah. Um, right. Pollyanna Botello versus Lord Weller. I remember Botello had her, had her in the first round, but I have no strong memories otherwise. She kind of just won the first two rounds by, like, landing the harder shots and getting top position. And then she kind of gassed out, and then Mueller took round three. That's pretty much it. I didn't play the fight, but, uh, um, 
I would thought about playing Botelio beforehand, but I was just like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not playing this fight. I have blanked most of this card from my memory, to put it that way. <laughs> it was <laughs> not good. correct. Yeah. Uh, Montel Jackson versus Sukumtar. Montel just seemed to long dick him, to be honest. It was just, yeah. Montel's yeah, good, man. Like, Yeah, he's good. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to give him that. Well, a I'm lot a little bit on some KO at plus 1,000, because I was like, yeah, why not? Just in case. Yeah, like, I, I mean, you can't really go wrong with a plus 1,000 bet. You're not going to lose much or anything, but... um. Yeah. I, I still don't always like just like throw those lottery ticket bets out, but I, like I, I understand the reasoning because I mean that's his only win path. Like, uh, yeah. top, but, uh, and he does um, hit reasonably hard. Yeah, for sure. A- and he's just tough enough to where like you could land on him and maybe yeah. be less defensive, de- defense defensively sound. You know, like to where you you yeah. don't think you can get hurt, and then he'll like take advantage of something like that. Like he, I think he did to Luke Sanders, if I remember correctly. Uh, yeah, well, I had a bunch on the under two and a half and suit KO in that fight. Yeah, he just clay cracked them. Yeah. One yeah, thing about Montel that uh, I think I, I think um, a lot of people, I, I've been high on him for a while, and a lot of people kind yeah. of thought he sucked against Ricky Simone. But And yeah. people kind of say he's a bad wrestler, but it's not he's a bad wrestler. It's He, he was on the Greco-Roman um, US, like, yeah. he wasn't on the actual team, but he was like, a prospect for the team and that's yeah. all upper body focus and whenever he went against simone simone is simone's fucking a good wrestler like he's a good yeah. folk style wrestler and like those so he can't defend like singles and doubles as well like he's more of an upper body guy like he can stop them just not against a really elite guy like he could stop like a kelleher or someone yeah. um but i think people like didn't realize that was just a horrendous style matchup for him, like a pressured fighter who's just going to go for like double legs the entire fight. If he was a good wrestler, why was he in the Greco-Roman team? I thought that was well, a power team. It's just like, the thing is like, you could be a good Greco-Roman. Like, I, I don't know. Like, so I, I wrestle a little Greco-Roman, but I'm mostly a folk style and freestyle guy. That and it's like, awesome. if, if I, if I went up against a guy who's like a Greco-Roman guy and I'm allowed to double leg them, like they don't, in Greco-Roman, you can't touch legs. So, like, Montel Jackson isn't used to someone double-legging. Does that make sense? Yeah, true. So, so it's like, yeah. it's like I don't know, if I went against, like, a Greco-Roman guy who's really good, I still think I could take him down with a double-leg because I'm, I'm better than them at that particular part of wrestling. Like, it's a limited style of wrestling, and so it, it showed his limitations against Simone. Sorry for the wrestling ramp, but I, I just think it's kind of like a he's, a, he's a Greco guy, and people need to realize that. I also find it funny, Sukumtar and Milinder are right next to each other on this card. See, they both have like they're both allergic to actually finishing. <laughs> Thinking of which uh, Muhammad yeah. Milinder. That was yeah, Muhammad made it Muhammad did Muhammad things. It'd be nice if he got in the sub. Um I don't yeah. Milinder being Milinder. Um, yeah, he, he, he can't stop a double leg in open space. Yeah, he can't stop one. And Muhammad just seems to do his type and Game plan well. I really like Muhammad because he just seems to come into most fights with a good idea of what he's doing and why he's doing it, which is unusual in the UFC. Yeah, he pretty much fights like a gambler, like like he has yeah. money on himself, like and he always goes for the least resistance. But I, I was actually like, because the path of wrestling was so apparent for him to win, 
Um, I think we all overlooked that he could just kind of box up Melender a little bit because Melender doesn't really have like fast hands. He's just kind of got like sure. powerful long shots, if that makes sense. He didn't only really outshock him in the third round. Like actually, first round, like half the first round, he was that loud. Like, uh, I, I remember, yeah. I can't, I can't remember totally, but I, th- I thought in the second and third round, Muhammad was round, like kind of piecing him up. Yeah, he rocked him in the first round. I remember that. And third round, I remember that. Yeah, Milne did like kind of caught and hurt. Um, next one, Taha Salmon. The night before, I put like a medium size bet in the under, not without tape, just I had a feeling, and it went pretty well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like uh, so. I, I, I saw you made that bet beforehand, and I, I don't have that bet available in all my books. Like, yeah, the fight ending by a specific method. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought that was a good bet. Like, it's two kind of like wild guys who are gonna strike. So, yeah, it was, it was like two plus two forty, which was nuts. And bantam white unders and KO is usually a value. Yeah, for sure. Because it feels like books just handicap unders off white division a lot yeah, of the time. Yeah, totally do. Yeah, th- that happens well, in a lot of white. The five-round bantamweight fights will be like <laughs> plus yeah. 130 to like end inside the distance. And it's like, dude, five rounds is a long time, man. Yeah. And like bantamweight feels like it's a split into like two divisions where like you got half the guys, these wild strikers. And the other half are like wrestling specialists. You just take the overs of the rest, you know, take the overs of Montel Jackson's fighting, take the unders of um, Khalid Taha or Sukumtar and all that sort of guys are fighting. There's a lot of very aggressive bantamweights. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't think we need to discuss Max Griffin versus Liam <laughs> Imadeev. It was a repeat of Coulter versus Yao Zong Hu. Were you in the betting community for that? Um, no, not really. Like, like I've been betting. Everybody for... had max bets on either side. That there was a huge hit fight about it. It was a great fight. What what fight was it? Sorry. Uh, Rashad Coulter versus um, Yao Zong Wu. Who? No, I don't think I was around then. I I just started. <laughs> it was like four or five months ago. It was last like China card. Yeah. And it was just, it, it ended up being a very close decision. It was just it was a very um terrible time for everybody involved. No no side was EV. It was just sad. Yeah. Uh, yeah, for the listeners, this was kind of one of the head-to-head of me and Gugabe, and Gugabe is a lucky motherfucker. But, I, I mean, I'll, I'll be fair. Like, I probably shouldn't have played Zalim, given the fact that he's a newcomer and it's hard to totally gauge his skill set. I did think I could see some stuff on tape to where he would be all right. And some of the fight went how I thought it would go. But, like, at the same time, you, don't, you never really know whenever you're going against newcomers. I still thought he got fucked and it should have been a draw, but um, like, yeah, I, pr- I probably shouldn't have made the play. It's probably a dumb play by me, but at the same yeah. time, it is what it is. Like, it's not that big of a deal. I was surprised how badly Griffin gassed after round one. Like, it wasn't like he was working that hard in round one. See, that's the thing I think you were overlooking before we were talking about this fight. Like, dude, he yeah. gasses in every fight. <laughs> like, like, if you watch... Yeah, but he's usually working hard. He's usually working hard to do it. I guess Perry, he gassed in the third. He was working hard and he was here. But even for Smolender, the first round, he didn't do anything except lay on top, and then all of a sudden he, like, couldn't really move. I don't get Melinda just kind of fixed his takedown defense, and then he got hit. And um, Griffin got caught hard, and that was kind of enough to rock him. I remember from the top of my head, but... I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pantoja versus Rice. Ra- Ra- Hayes. Weiss. Weiss. Um, yeah, that was one side of the shit kicking. Yeah, pretty much. 
Yeah, I like Pantoja. Um, Pantoja. He's one of my favorite flyweight at this point. Yeah, he's a new flyweight. Yeah. yeah, I liked him. I liked him destroying. Uh, I had a huge bet on him um, something um, uh, tall Japanese Saki. That was, oh yeah, yeah. Um, Orca Saki. Annihilation. Whatever his name is. Yeah, I know. Played this one because I was just like, well, Weiss could just lie on top of him. The fact that he pulled guard, sweeps Sasaki and sub him was enough for me. Maybe go. He might not be. The, he might not be the smartest fighter, but yeah, you know, it worked well. Times. Yeah, I was worried about the lane prey path, but I at the same time I, I thought about playing Pantoja and just kind of like didn't pull the trigger. But it is what it is. I mean, it's always easy to say it's easy money after a knockout, but who knows if they fight a hundred times? Yeah, well, just more, more more my thing is that you know Ray's got the take there. Pantoja bounced right back up. That was more thing that I I see that more significant than the KO in terms of how the fight will go. Yeah, that's true. Um, Vivola versus Turner. I actually missed this one, but I heard it was a shit first. It was pretty much like... <laughs> I actually thought... That it was like any time they were standing, Turner would like buckle him bad. And then like yeah. he would just get... T- and then Frivola would panic wrestle-, wrestle and the panic wrestling would work. And then he would kind of like yeah. barely win each round. But I, I still yeah. thought like there was a round or two... I still thought for Vola one, but I thought there was like a round or two that was closer than what the three thirty twenty seven syndicate. But I mean, yeah. I, I didn't want to play this fight because I saw it as super binary, so I didn't want to touch it. True, uh, quite a lot of OSP. Um, it was less fun than I was expecting it to be. I had fights win by KO, and yeah, I was expecting quite a lot of OSP to just fly all around the wing ring for um, three minutes. And I mean, they did OSP like trade so there was some wildness. It did, it, yeah, I know, but just it just felt sad. OSP just gassed and got beaten. Yeah, yeah. I I, I, I watch OSP for that's a craziness. And the easy bets like OSP sub over Pedro. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag never any doubt. I, I just played this fight not going the distance. Like <laughs> in, in, uh, I had I had it untracked, but or did I have yeah. it? Tra- I had it untracked for sure. And I, I mean, I didn't have a lot, but I had it in like a parlay and it hit, so. Yeah. So I had, I had a bunch of unders. The under one and a half was nice that that um, happens. Oh, well, the Aussie books paid out without protests, so. <laughs> Good times. Um, Grant, Jaban. Yeah, this was my worst bet of a card. I played Grant KO at like plus 220, but I mean, yeah. it's just like, I was kind of fading Jaban's chin, but I think like, I think I was just kind of like, I, I, I hit Grant KO against Petter Sully at like plus 430. And I think around a plus 400 or something, his KO yeah. line's probably worth it. But I think once it's getting to like one in three chance implied odds, it's a bad yeah. play. Um, he's just he's too not passive. Yeah. yeah. He's not, he he's not the back. urge to start Borskant. And he hits hard, but I think he hits insanely hard. Like, yeah, Shaban absorbed like two or three decent spots i also don't and, think he hits hard enough for like how little he throws yeah he's not like he's Ligano. well you know he's not relative Ligano. yeah like if he threw like a, a medium like just like a, a decent output then he would probably like be worth playing his ko line a lot more because i think he hits hard like per capita <coughs> for the punches he throws it's just he doesn't throw enough i think he'd gas really quickly because of how hard he swings into things yeah yeah he puts his entire body and soul into every shot at the same time, though, I don't like feel 
sorry for like people who bet Jovan's money line because like <laughs> like no. I, I didn't I mean I thought it was like the first two rounds could have gone either way like I mean whenever you just stare at each other for like 10 minutes no. it's not like a robbery I don't know um I had a little bit on Joe Bannon. I didn't think it was a robbery but I was expecting Joe Bannon to be a little bit busier like Joe Bannon just throwing like an extra five strikes around like five leg kicks around the the fight pretty much played exactly how I thought it would. I thought Joban would probably be a little busier, and he kind of was. And then I thought Grant would like potentially knock him out or land a little bigger shots, but land yeah. less shots. And then I thought it would just be a close decision if it went to the sure. cards, and it kind of was. So yeah. Um, next the fight, the uh, results and talent improvement we all saw coming. <laughs> Round three is. I'm sorry if anybody who bet Roundtree in that fight and who had watched the Oleg Sajic fight yeah. is on drugs. I mean, good on Roundtree for completely reinventing himself and, t- and shooting up by 20 tiers and all that. But did you watch the Oleg Sajic fight? <laughs> um, like, holy shit. Yeah, so like, I ended up, I lost three units on this card and this was yeah. like, I, I threw a few units on Anders, so this kind of like was... Well, and Imadeyev not getting the draw kind of fucked me too. So, yep. like, given a little unluckiness, that Roundtree randomly yep. got better, and Anders is so. Like, the thing with Anders is no urgency. It, it, but the thing I had never seen him like game plan bad before. He was just low output. Where like this was a bad game plan. Like, like he, he like any if you pick a fight, he probably fought how he should have. Like, like yeah. Um, like you, if you just throw any of his fights out there, I could be like, yeah, that's probably how he should have fought. And this one, he truly just stood there. And yeah, like anyone who picked Roundtree, it's like, like you said, did you see that fight? And I don't give a fuck if you're new, improved, throwing inside leg kicks to a punching bag. Like if you get double legged, you still suck. So like, I, um, yeah, probably, probably, who knows? But um, I, I, I do know, think I do. though. I, I do think, sorry to cut you off, but I do think Anders, like, the size of the bet for me, throwing a few units was probably really dumb because yeah. it, it was semi-predictable, but I don't think it was fully predictable that he would be fully retarded considering he fucking shot yeah, takedowns. Against Santos. Yeah, yeah against Santos. Santos. He just dived. Yeah, yeah. Do you think he would have respected the drown as much as he respected Santos? Exactly, yeah. My rate of this was just like, Anders started slow, felt him out. Round two was a lot faster and a lot quicker, or a lot faster and a lot more powerful than Anders had um, realized. And Anders just kind of panicked. That's my personal feeling. Yeah. I think he got scared, and then he yeah. his legs kind of got hit hard, and he didn't really know what to do anymore. Yeah, true. And he would have had to take a very long double, you know, it would have been a very long double leg like, from the outside. It didn't really, it wasn't really setting anything up. I mean, the thing is, he can clinch up though and, and like yeah. not have to shoot from a double leg from far away. Like he does it all the time. He did it for Santos all the time. It's like his go to thing. And he just didn't yeah. do it in this fight. So, yeah. So, yeah, like the size of the bet was bad for me. But at the same time, this wasn't like something, it looks bad yeah. in hindsight because. Yeah, but Roundtree, that, that was not really, that was not Roundtree's caliber. Yeah, that, that was a huge step up. And people are like, oh, he knocked out Saki. He must be legit. He, he just outsped Saki. 
that was like two minutes, and then he just got the yeah huge key, huge um, left strike. Hey, sorry, I think I just got cut off for a second, but yeah, you were for a bit. Yeah, <coughs> but uh, uh, it's, uh, yeah, Saki just—it's just yeah, the Saki knockout was fairly flukish. That's this performance by Lounge looked good. He looked great. Yeah. I take him and Johnny. I take this version of Roundtree against Johnny Walker. But like, at the same time, Anders didn't do anything. Like he wasn't even like throwing yeah. back. Like like he he just stood there. So I I, I don't. I'm not sold. His cardio's. Yeah. I'm just not. <laughs> like yeah. I, I have to see someone. It's kind of like Wood. It's kind of like Woodley. Like it's like if he can fight at his own pace, sure. But if <laughs> yeah. Pace. Do you really think he's just like? Yeah. I mean, unless if he's fucking taking EPO Dillashaw style, like I just don't, I, I just don't see it. No. It, it. It's possible. I'm just not totally convinced yet. If that makes sense. What do you mean unless? What's that? Um, what do you mean unless? Uh, Israel versus Kelvin. <laughs> um... <coughs> Fun fight. I feel like I feel like you know my feelings about Israel versus Kelvin. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I just. Yeah, I, I had a fairly big bet on Israel. I cashed out after Same. round three because I was like, he's having more, he's more having a lot more trouble than I expected. Like, I expect Israel to just completely start on Kelvin because I've never liked Kelvin as a talent. Uh, the fight went pretty similar to how I thought it would go. I didn't think Gastelum would get any clinch takedowns because Adesanya's yeah. good there. And I thought he would maybe get a double leg, but probably not do too much because Adesanya can scramble up well. And then yeah. on the feet, I thought I did think Gasolum would bother him at times with pressure. I just didn't think he could do it for five rounds, and that's kind of what happened. <laughs> and I just didn't expect Gasolum to be able to land his one-two, but then he just landed with a head kick. So it's like, like, I don't know. Uh, his one-two was landing a fair bit. Yeah, no, it was. It was. Uh, maybe I'm being a little unfair on him. Um, yeah. I, no, guess, so I, I guess I just wasn't. Adesanya hurt him a lot though, too. <laughs> like. Yeah, but Castellum's got like a top three chip. Yeah, one, yeah, and, and so that's definitely something you have to factor when you're betting. Um, exactly. Like, yeah, I'm just like I, I expect Castellum to just get more and more tired while absorbing a steady. Actually, that's a surprise that shocked me. Israel didn't listen to pivoting off or playing space or anything. He just seemed content to sit in the pocket with Castellum. Yeah, he did do a lot of that, which just seemed like you know you should be able to just. Play it out fighting game and win this fairly easily. Yeah. He, like, I, I guess what would, so he closed up, I, I got him at around an average of like minus 170 and we could have got him better because like yeah. there was late action. Yeah. And I guess like seeing that fight, and you can't always just go off one fight, but yeah. I would still probably cap Israel as like, a decent favorite, but I just don't know if there was a ton of value at the same time. Yeah, I, I'd give Israel like minus two hundred after watching that. But I was exactly. I, I, I pre fight captain like minus five hundred. Yeah, they fought ten times. I, I thought they'd be like one six or seven. Yeah, I thought there'd be like some round one danger whilst um, Israel was getting used to um, Gaslam's speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought after like seven minutes, Gaslam would just be so tired and just slowly look worse and worse. I also do think a better version of Gastelum showed up than. Oh, true. He definitely that was the best Gastelum ever. That was the best so, Gastelum ever. By so that's another reason why I don't think it was like 
a bad pre-fight bet because but i mean i'm not saying it was great either i'm just yeah. saying like it's fine yeah. because gastelum gastelum looked really fucking good <laughs> like yeah uh think what he gastelum like, he's barely improved for years now he's kind of been the same dude and he comes into this one with like four or five new striking techniques yeah and and uh not only was his striking technique like he also came in with a good strategy like he clearly whenever Israel would pivot off. He kept landing that left hand, like at that awkward angle. Do you remember what I'm talking about? Like he landed it like yeah. heavy a few times. And then I also think his cardio, although it's never been like bad or anything, it did it like Jacare in that fight. It looked a lot worse. And this was yeah. a, a much crazier pace. I feel true. So Jacare does hit hard. Jacare does hit harder though, and yeah, who knows? Um, yeah. And also, it was, it was in um, Brazil too, which I think helps the, uh, which doesn't help with the humidity and all that sort of stuff. True. Then uh, Poirier, Poirier versus Holloway. Yeah, Poirier was a great pick at plus two hundred. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I, I didn't play this stick fight. To, stick to wrestling, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't play this fight pre-fight. Um, I I didn't. I wasn't really. I capped Poirier like plus 130. I was like, yeah, Holloway could get knocked out early because Holloway's going to absorb a bunch of punishment early and just like kind of expect that to make Poirier wear himself out. And I was like, Poirier's not going to wear himself out the same way Aldo does. Yeah. Because Aldo, Aldo, yeah, Aldo has two settings. He is either going forward at 100% or 150% or he is doing nothing. He's like Darren Till. Um, my read yeah. pre-fight, like I didn't play it because I understood the threats of Poye. I just didn't nope. think they'd be that big. But I, I didn't think I thought Poye could maybe get some wrestling. But I kind of did, I didn't think it would be enough to like win multiple rounds, if that makes sense. And then yeah. uh, the striking, I I knew Poye had really good output and could kind of keep up more than most people yeah. with Holloway. And he was like getting tired yeah. at times with Holloway. It's just the yeah. power would compensate for it. But I sure. think he, I think a big thing is um, it's just like the power was huge. I mean, I just really underestimated the power. And I, I thought even though like his total strikes could be up there with Holloway, I thought Holloway was maybe a little accurate, but yeah. he was obviously pretty accurate too. Like I just thought Holloway would hit him more, if that makes sense. Yeah. I felt Holloway was actually surprised when he got hurt. Like, there's this whole, you know, Holloway, when he actually got rocked, was like, holy shit. This is not, yeah, this has not usually happened. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, you know, it was a palpable shock from Holloway, and I was like, yeah, well, that's what you get for bad habits. <laughs> it was still like, I don't, this was another fight, like, I, I, I guess 49-46 is justifiable, but I thought it was kind of like 3-2 Poirier. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, it's, it's, no, yeah, it's kind of nitpicking. The judges, but the way I saw it, there was two clear Poirier rounds, and there was one clear Holloway round. There were two pivot rounds. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's like yeah, you know, a four-one Poirier is a marginal scorecard, but actually like, like vaguely acceptable. But yeah, you know, three-two was probably the best. Was probably the best, the most accurate outcome. Yeah, that's pretty much how I see it too. I think um, this was also a fight. I do think like. I still think Poye was the value side. Don't get me wrong. Like, clearly, he was obviously value. I do think the sequencing of events did kind of help him a little bit because he kept, like, I think there were two rounds that Holloway, was it two and four, that I feel like Holloway was kind of up and then Dustin kind of hurt him, like, towards the end of the round. And then he just, so 
he got both those rounds on the cards and especially round four i thought max was like kind of eating him up the first few minutes and then he kind of just got hurt and i feel like if he had hurt him in the first minute of those rounds and holloway then kind of went on like a four minute streak outlanding him yeah big grayson cibars issue in my judging it's terrible dude it it, (laughs) max griffin fucked up yeah yeah. And um, yeah, but Imadaya won, won the second round on the last minute. The the thing with the Dustin rounds is I thought those were like, like he hurt him clearly, yep. like Max in yep. two and four. But Griffin just like landed like a couple shots that didn't even do all that much. <laughs> just like got the round. And Imadaya had one of, had one of those like, um, what's his name? Cardio dumps. The guy just lost Diego's and Mickey Gold. Yeah. In like 40 seconds there, Imadaya just looked dead. <laughs> Yeah, and it was funny because it looked like he was pushing the pace the entire fight, and then he just kind of, yeah. Yeah, he got hit by a clip by an A, and he just, you know, it just seemed like he went from like, like, you know, um, Griffin was at like 30% cardio, and Imadaev went from like 60% to 5%, like, instantly. <laughs> I was like, well, that's interesting. Yeah, recency bias, though, in, in these fights are making me so mad because it's like, <laughs> I'll, I'll have like a good pick, and I'll, I'll like see someone, like, whenever I pick someone, I'm not, like, I don't, expect them to always just win the full five minutes of a round <laughs> so it's like it's like and you can't really predict who's gonna win the end of a round it can happen to anyone it, it's fucking stupid and the judges just do it all the time it helps for live betting because i don't think people yeah. realize how big yeah. recency but, bias is so you can get a good line um because what, the what don't always take that into account what i remember is um dominic hayes versus amos the that yeah. was like a very close decision because like Hayes gets a flash knockdown in the first like twenty seconds of round two, and by yeah. the time it felt like by the time the round had finished, everyone had forgotten about us. Yeah, I was like, or- if he got that with twenty seconds left, he would have won the round, and then yeah, it would have been a clear decision. One hundred percent. It would have just like it's it's fucking so stupid. Yeah, um, and, and like I I'm not one of those guys who some people are like, well, the end of the round means more because if it keeps going, then that guy like had the advantage it's like i understand if someone has someone mounted at the end of the round because like they truly the guy on bottom may yeah. not escape like if they have him in a bad position but if like it's just like an exchange where they're both striking in a neutral position and someone lands yeah. something it's like the other guy could have just landed 30 seconds later you know <laughs> so it's like it depends, so depends on the vibe like yeah something like um max remember max griffin versus Thiago Alves? The first one, the first round, uh, vaguely like I. Thiago Alves is completely is completely dropped and gets saved by the bell. Well, yeah, like I mean, obviously, yeah. and that's that, all thing in my opinion should be a ten eight because it's kind of like well, you know. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, if you're losing the round and then you land like yeah. two solid jabs at the end of the round, but it didn't like hurt the opponent, but they landed, yeah. they landed, and it was clear they landed. I don't think that should just flip the round. But if you if you drop someone like hard like that that was a that was almost a finishing sequence so that was yeah. kind of different like I get that yeah I give it um all right so next card as I have said on Twitter who the fuck are these people <laughs> yeah I'm going to um t- Tim is now going to walk you all through um these YouTube histories I mean I I I've taped it pretty he much taught himself Russian, he taught himself Russian just for the just for the event. <laughs> yeah this is probably going to be the least amount of action i've had all year um so 
I'm, I'm kind of like pissed because I like my ROI and it's like I actually use like legitimate odds is like 18% around that for this year. Oh. And um, like I'm, I'm pissed that we kind of like had that like I had like using event last card and now I have a card I'm not going to have much action on but you can't be like a degenerate and just chase money on this card. But I mean I do think there's some plays but I think a lot of people are kind of trying to like magically create money out of air because all, all these people are just like it's hard to gauge their skill sets if that makes sense i think i think there's, there's, there's decent unders here um yeah yeah i think I'm on, I'm on like one money line that was like lagging line so yeah um yeah. i'm sure there's some unproven it's some unproven eastern europe eastern european debutants on this card if you want to bet those <laughs> yeah like i mean it was it was a dumb bet it was a dumb bet. I usually don't do it. Sometimes we just kind of, we can't be. Yeah, I know it happens. It happens. I, know. I, I, I enjoy betting on chip fest flights is what I do. I usually, the Why thing is, come I, my spurs? the thing is, you know me, I usually don't. <laughs> like yeah. like you, you're usually the guy going for the Safarov type of fights, but you, you like to bet the UFC guys. Like you hate newcomers, I feel. I generally do too, though. So I just didn't last week, and it kind of burned me. <coughs> fucked by not getting a draw. Yeah. But I just think the people Magomed Mustafayev and Rafael Fiziev. I'm gonna butcher every one of these names. A lot of people seem to be. There seems to be a lot of steam on Fiziev at the moment. I just saw. I haven't really done tape on him because I've been busy. But like, yeah, somebody seems to like him. Yeah, so I take like... he, he. He's actually good. Um, yeah. Like, like he, he looks. He looks good on tape. Yeah, he's a he's like a tie striker, and I think he actually has like a tie back um, in striking. Yep. I, I saw some of his kickboxing matches, but he uh, yep. like he's a legitimately good striker. It looks like on tape, but at the same he's time, Tiger, is he? yeah, yeah, he's at. I think he's at Tiger's MMA, right? Yeah, he's at Tiger. Um, I am a little concerned to bet him. Like, it's hard for me to totally tell. But he does look like the better striker here, but it's also in fucking Russia. So, yeah. like, and Mustafayev isn't bad. So it's like, yeah. if he just, like, manages to keep it close, you, you might not win. And Fiziev, I saw a little bit of his, uh, his offensive wrestling in, like, a fight or two, but I haven't seen too much of his defensive wrestling, just, like, very little clips. Yeah. And, and I'm worried Mustafayev can maybe exploit him there because I've seen Mustafayev get his ground game going against Andre Koshkin. So it's like, like I, I think at plus plus one seventy or whatever Raphael was, I think that was probably like a a justifiable play, but at the same time, like I'm not going to play this fight. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Cause it's like, yeah, it's a decent chance for them. He just gets taken down and yeah, laughed at. Yeah, or it, like it's not only can that happen, he could also look good and just not get the decision. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, sure. The last Russia card was really bad with decisions. It was fucking terrible. <coughs> Sorry, give a second. Um, yeah, I agree with that. There's, yeah. yeah, last last Russia card card had some dreadful decisions. Um, good old rubbers. Yeah, there's a, like a lot. All um, right. um, what next? Um the body punching phenomenon. 
How do you say his last name? Olegzaychak? You don't. Okay. Um, yes, Mikhail. Okay, Mikhail and Antigulov. What do you think? I, I think the Antigulov looked terrible against um, Kutalaba. Uh, but, yeah, I think it's a fairly binary fight. If Antigulov gets the first round takedown, I think there's a decent chance he just pops Oleg Sajic's head off. Otherwise, Oleg Sajic should just have the pace to, um, yeah, make him gas and stop him or take a fairly dominant decision. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty much grapple versus striker bind and bind. I don't think like, Sajic's a massive KO punch or anything like that, but yeah, pretty much. Pretty much what I saw too. I um, I think it's early, like, storm finish for Intigulov, or I think yeah. Oleg Zajic will actually probably finish him in, like, round two. Um, like, I would enjoy Antigua popping off his head just for my personal uh, vindictiveness, but... <laughs> I still stand by that Valenti pick. That was the most random fucking main body shots. I, I did. I, I looked at um, Oleg Zaychuk's defensive wrestling a little bit, yeah. just anticipation for this. But Antigulov does storm so hard that he'll probably get the takedown because, like, just because he goes for it so hard and gasses himself out. But it, it did look serviceable, just so, just so like anyone knows yeah. here. But at and the Oleg, same time, Zaychuk took very small out here, white map in. He should be middle white. Yeah, he, yeah, he does look a, like kind of on the smaller side. Even against Volante, he looked fairly, yeah, he looked quite small against Volante. Yeah, I'm looking like I think Antigulov winning in round one. At, it opened at plus five fifty, but now it's like plus three twenty five. So I wouldn't play it now. But uh, yeah. like I think maybe earlier that could have potentially been one, and then the other. Or like Oleg Zaychuk inside the distance is minus one thirty. That's just not enough yeah. for me to like play. But yeah, yeah. So I, I probably won't be playing this fight. You could maybe parlay like fight not going to decision or something. But it's still like minus three sixty five. So I don't know. Uh, oh, good props are up. Um, Chabira versus Shamil. Um... I'm sure we're all looking forward to this very high-level, entertaining um, fight. <laughs> yeah. I, I might stay funny on Tybura. I do like Tybura. Tybura is like Balaam Muhammad relatively off heavyweight. He doesn't have game plans. He's, he's, like, Tybura doesn't really have any gaping holes in this game. He's just not very athletic. <laughs> yeah, and... He's super hittable. Like if you if yeah. you kind of like start stuffing his TDs, you can kind of walk him yeah. down and land. Um, yep. I played him versus Struve decision. I think like was that like a year ago? It was like a Germany yeah. card or something. That, 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 that was a good spot. Even Struve hurt, hurt him second round. That's yeah, close. I thought it would be. I got like a decent return on that one. I think, but um, yeah, yeah like this fight. Yeah, it's like it's, plus one position. I think we both had the same play. Yeah. Yeah, this fight, I, I kind of think it's like, whatever. Like, I'm probably not going to play um, Tabora, given it's in Russia. And I do think, like, Shamil has enough wrestling chops to kind of, like, nullify a little bit of that game of Tabora. But, I, like, yeah, um, it's probably just going to be, like, a pretty close fight. Someone might win, like, 2-1 or something. Yep. Yeah, the, about right. The fight, fight 
doesn't go to decision. It's plus it opened at plus one sixty, which is kind of crazy for a heavyweight fight, and now it's plus yeah. one thirty. But I mean, it probably does go to the cards, right? Yeah, it does. Um, Bikovlev versus Alex the Silver. Um, regional bum versus person to the three year layoff. Interesting times. <laughs> People are just throwing cash on these card. This like whole card too. Fucking hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, like I've got a I've got quite a big position on Yakovlev, but that's because I'm arbing it. I, I have no I don't have a strong lane as to how a fight actually goes. I think he, I I think the most likely outcome is that he wins, but I'm not going to play it either because he yeah pretty much he's super low output, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. He'll fucking stare at you for entire rounds. So. Um. I saw some susceptibility to the body lock takedown for Silva too. Yep. I think Yakovlev can probably get him down and just wrestle fuck him, but I'm, I'm not yeah. playing a low output guy at minus 155. Yeah, that's fair. I'd agree with that sentiment. Everyone listening is getting so many good plays from us right now. <laughs> well, what, just don't play? <laughs> well, it's, help, it's helping them fucking save money at least, and not like try to chase cash. Look, anybody who's listening to this, um, Podcasts are fairly high tier degenerate, so I don't think they, they can be helped. Yeah. Um, this better tell you the catch fights. How about three quarters of the battle? What's up? How about I think we need a new um, name for the podcast. How about three quarters of the battle? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> all right. Um, I'm sure it's deep enough. We've only three people listening at this point anyway. Um, all right. So on to Alia versus Nakamura. The fight that's, I hope that you three, you three, at least two of you leave because it's going to be fucking boring. Nakamura yeah. will win, will win a split decision according to MMA decisions, and will lose the coins to the Russian judges. That's my prediction. Dude, it's like there's like the one fight. If Nakamura becomes a dog, I might just have to fucking out of. He was for he was for a few hours. <laughs> yeah, he. He's better. Like, um, like, Ali does not throw punches. He throws like one strike per minute. Now, I'm not joking. Like, I actually, his numbers yeah. are actually in there. Nakamura's a little low volume himself, but he tends to land and throw more if he has you moving yeah. backwards. And this guy, yeah. Ali does tend to move backwards. But at the same time, like, if Ali gets like a takedown at the end of round, very possible. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a little scared. But, Nakamura is so much better. Like, he, he has so many more ways to win. But he just isn't... He doesn't have enough urgency. Like, y- your term. He's just not... He doesn't He doesn't show enough urgency, in my opinion. Yeah. I remember Aliyev... He didn't necessarily impress me against Wally, but I remember him, like, making it closer than I expected or something like that. I'm just vague memory. Um, but, yeah. I rewatched it. He pretty much got fucked up. It was more so, like... If Worley didn't get him out of there, Worley was getting yeah. tired. But it wasn't because like Aliyev was doing anything. It's just because he was kind of like, like Worley was just exerting himself. Yeah, I, think, I think I had Alvarez uh, inside the distance, so I was sweating that because I remember it didn't look like it was going to finish. And then the um, um, eye thing happened. I was happy. <laughs> yeah, he knocked his eye. Yeah, like he broke his orbital or something. But yeah, pretty much. But I was like, up to that point, it didn't look like it was uh, finishes on the cards. Yeah, one prop here, I don't know if I'll play it, but I do think Nakamura by TKO may hold some value at plus 684 because um, 
he like dude he drops people all the fucking time i am worried though if he he might drop on a club and sub but ali has a pretty like scrappy grappler to where i could see him avoiding that but ali have like he gets hurt because he's been like knocked out cold kenny robertson put him away and and nakamura will like he's super hittable too and nakamura will like kind of put it on you at times so I don't think I'm gonna play it, but like if I was forced to play something, that's probably what I would do, just because it's such lo- like low risk, high reward, you know? Yeah, makes sense. Mopsa Evloev Sangwoo Wichoi. Yeah. Any type? Yeah. Uh, Evloev is kind of just like. A, th- did you do tape? No. Evloev, uh, I've just described the profile, and you'll totally get it. It's like Evloev's kind of like a like. A, an aggressive kind of come forward type of striker at times, but he's not yep. very good, good at striker, but like, like he's okay. Like he aggressive. enthusiastic. Yeah. And then he's an okay wrestler, like, like decent, not, not that great though. Um, Choi is like a perimeter long striker and he's actually got some power, but yep. he, the main thing I saw his takedown defense, like th- those, like, is he like, I'm going to sound so racist here, but is he like South Korean? I'm assuming. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. He, uh, I think he, usually those guys are kind of tough to take down because they come from that like judo base. And I've noticed he's got like decent takedown defense. I do think he play a sprawl and brawl game, but he fucking like will get put up against a cage and not move. And I could just see like Evelov clenching him up and winning like long stretches of the fight just because of that. Yeah. But I think in Russia. In Russia too, uh, like the lines, honestly, probably a little wide for Evla, um, for the Russian, but um, it's kind of like whatever. Uh, what's Choi Ko plus five oh seven? Uh, it's probably right, but yeah, not much. I'm, I'm not gonna play this either. Yoko Amadovsky. Oh god. <laughs> if I if I could trust it, if Yoko was coming off the um hall fight, I would have said this price to be like a massive play. Yeah, but no. after that Tavares fight, it just, it just did not look good. <laughs> There's a big grappling advantage here for Joko. Yeah, like like, like a huge, just... a huge one. If you, if you've watched Amadowski, yeah. I'm I played fight doesn't go to decision. It's like the only play I have right now, and I got it at yeah. good odds. Um, yeah, and it's been hit hard. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but. <laughs> If the line improves, I'm probably going to play Joko. But, yeah. And it has been improving. But if he gets to like minus 130, I'll probably. If, um, yeah. Did you tape it all on this one? Uh, a little bit of Amadovsky, and I don't know who Joko is. Like, I know, I just. Uh, that last of ours fight, he looked so fucked. <laughs> you know, he yeah. just does not look. Didn't look enthusiastic, he didn't look happy, he didn't look interested, and he just got destroyed. And I was like, well, that's not very encouraging. Yeah, without that, I would have been quite happy to play him. Yeah. Um, like, so, like, cause, I don't know, like, since you taped, I want, I want to actually talk to you about this. Amadowski, like, all of his fights, he kind of just will, like, bully shitty opponents. Yeah. And, like, yeah. he, and then the one fight that played out was a, like a, a full grappling fight and he looked like shit there and joko's a good grappler i, I don't think yeah. a lot of people realize that like he, he fucked up latest on the floor um he fucked up hole on the floor too remember that 
Yeah, yeah, like not the hole's a great grapple, but yeah, I'm just like yeah, he tore through hole. And and one one thing that I think the fact the fact that the only fight like I, I am I'm, I'm worried though that Amadon might just fuck him up standing just just by like because oh, yeah. Joko did look bad against Tavares, but he, he's fighting such terrible competition. Yeah, uh, yeah. this is a tough one. Massive step down. Like Jocko yeah. on his day is still Jocko on his day is still a top fifteen middleweight in my opinion. Yeah, and I yeah, I don't think he's like lost. Him. I don't think he's lost a particular step athletically. He just looks so shit against Tavares. It's like what, what, and Abadovsky is like fringe UFC. You know, he's eight and no. Yeah, it's like let's would you really ever bet on eight no? Would you ever bet on eight no debutant with only knockouts? <laughs> Dude, it's hilarious. It's. <laughs> I did like a video on my YouTube channel about Amadon. Some ass in the comments was like, "You say his record what type of analysis is that?" I'm like, "Oh, okay, sorry, <laughs> you fucking moron." But uh, um, Look, that's so fucking is... relevant. His eight and no record against zero and two competition. Like, sorry. Yeah, I, the bookmaker seems to just like undefeated guys. I'm not sure why. <laughs> Dude, I don't even look at records usually. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I, uh, I, I like to know roughly how experienced somebody is. Yeah, they, they can be worth. You know, quick wiki cap can help. But... I mean, I'll, I'll watch their fights, but if if someone loses a fight against a good fighter and like yeah. shows a lot of skills, I put more stock into that than like fucking bum yeah. rush an zero and two fighter. <laughs> I like I, and I think it's stupid not to do that. Like you have to take it the contextual. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, but like if you think about this fight. We know Joko's a better grappler. It's very yeah. clear. And Joko should it, be the best striker too. She's better athlete, but much yeah, better and, everywhere. And that's what I'm thinking too. It's like, and Amadovsky kind of seems like if he doesn't put you away, he kind of turns. Yep. He kind of turned into a grappler. And if he turns into a grappler here, yep. Joko will fuck him up. And yep. I wish Joko would just grapple, so I like know he would win. <laughs> but yep. we, he might just be able to grapple by. The simple well, if I concept knew, that Amadovsky's going to grapple. If I knew that Jocko was coming out like as the best Jocko he can be, I'd price him like 1.2. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I, just, I just do not know that. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. Maybe... And Alan Nimadev is, yeah, he's an interesting regional person. Was this a, was this a cancel? Was this a cancellation, or was it this the original card, the original fight? Um, I they did give, they did, they did give, yeah, it was cancelled. Alan Amadovsky coming in like two weeks notice. Joko was originally um, scheduled Fighting to fight Kopilov. a guy who was going to fuck him up. Uh, yeah, Kopilov's a fucking legit tell. Oh yeah, yeah, like and Kopilov has murdered dudes who've like beaten guys in the UFC too. Um, yeah, true. Like, like I think Kopilov's a top seven middleweight. Personally, yeah. like, I think he's that good. I think that highly of him. Um, yeah. But yeah, fuck, dude. Like, if, if the line closes, I'm probably playing. And I wouldn't feel that bad playing Joko, considering I got a really good fight, uh, a really good line on fight doesn't go to decision as like a hedge. Yeah. So I wouldn't like lose a ton of money if Amadowski just happened to clip him. Because I, I think Joko will honestly probably finish him on the floor. Yeah. Uh, fuck, I don't know. Maybe like Joko point handicap is kind of a good play yeah. because if sure. he wins, I think he's going to dominate him. Um, True, and you yeah. could probably get that at plus money. So I think maybe that is the way to go on this fight. Yeah. 
I, I, I just the only way I really see um, Amadovsky winning is be like a random KO blitz in like a minute. Yeah, that's like pretty much live betting here's probably yeah. live betting here's probably gonna be a decent spot. Like the second that um, Jocko gets a takedown. Yeah. Yeah, it's only the, like, the fight is over. And the books probably won't know that. Yeah. And, right. Yeah. You know this card sucks when we spend an hour talking about Joko and Amadovsky. <laughs> I think I think Joko could still could still have a run in them. You know, he get he looked good against Hall. He didn't look oh, terrible yeah. against Hall. He, oh, no, he no, looked no. terrible I, against I, Branch, but Branch is good at cultivating that. Yeah. Um Shevchenko versus Modafferi. Modafferi. Um, I'd rather not think about this fight, but I, I feel like I should be fading the Shevchenko last name. <laughs> I, uh, this is another dilemma fight I'm in. I'm like thinking of saying, yeah. but it's hilarious because if she does lose, she's going to get 30, 24 on the feet. But it's like, <laughs> but dude, all, all it will really take, like she has a heavy top game. Like if, if you remember, yeah. um, and yeah. Shevchenko doesn't look very good. She got put put there in the last like thirty seconds of her contender series fight. And... Well, it's great life on lifeline I got. Um, Motiferi was minus one fifty against Honchak after round one. Oh really? And I was like, what the fuck? Because oh, she destroyed oh, Honchak in round one. I think then... I hit that too. I think I hit that too. I was like, oh, what's this? Another one I got, I think the live line of the year, I got Calderwood against Lipsky after round two, uh, minus 160. And she was like up yeah. two rounds. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> you get a bunch of those. Like, I remember, um, what's his name? Close against, um, Jakar Close against, um, what's the guy? Lando. Like, yeah, Jakar Close was still like plus 130 yeah. after round one. And I was like, I, I hit what? that too. I, I won money on that as well. I didn't have any play on the fight before that either. <laughs> But I, I think, like, do not play. Like, I see people saying they're going to play Antonia, and it's like, yeah, she might win, like, yeah. by a dominant striking display, but she might also get taken down. Because <laughs> Roxanne, yeah. the, but the thing is, Roxanne's so unathletic, and she doesn't have the best takedowns, but I could see Shevchenko, because she likes to clinch up. That's where Roxanne, I could see, like, someone falling over and it end up being on the floor and then Roxanne taking advantage. I hope Roxanne does. I just, I just enjoy Roxanne's vibe. Yeah. And I, I, know, I, I I've never liked sibling fighters. Lil Nog is like the only one I like. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Antonia is like a pretty good striker. Um, yep. Antonia, whatever the fuck her name is. Um, but <coughs> she, I mean, I'm not playing a minus 350 here. <laughs> There's no way. I, I'm. I may stay away from the fight. I'm just depends. Yeah, uh, I'm Clark not playing Shevchenko though. Clark Shetokov. Um, Shetokov will will has to um win a important matchup tomorrow before he gets to the fight versus Sada. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, seriously. What the fuck, dog guys? <laughs> He's like so clearly been abusing steroids his entire life. I'm sure like as a year or two there, he wasn't doing it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy it's, shit! That's like that's like remember when Tiago Alves first came to the UFC? Yeah. Nobody's ever, nobody's ever mentioned how much muscle Tiago Alves lost. 
Yeah, he he was but, so jacked like back in like the 2008. Like honestly, I thought this guy. Well, I should. I was, I'm looking at Google images of Turkov right now. I was like, is that Diego Alves? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Alves was really big back in the day. Yeah. Like, remember when he fought Koscheck? Like how big he was? Like back in like yeah. 2008, maybe 2009. Yeah, when he fought Hughes too, and just yeah, Jesus. Yeah, it's just, and everything was so full and thick. Yeah, but he was also like vascular and like cut. Yeah, yeah, I know. But yeah, like this fight, I taped it, and I think it's a good live betting opportunity. Um, yeah, I do think Ivan's gonna win the first round, but I could easily see Clark kind of uh, outpacing him later because Ivan can't really move at the in the third round, so. I, I'm hoping Ivan kind of fucks him up in the first round, really win plus 250. Or I hope yeah. it's like tied going into round three and you get Clark at like a decent line. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. I'm fairly sure that the, this Turkov guy is like a reasonable celebrity in Russia, so I'd be iffy on the cards. Picking when Clark is a match of a finisher. Yeah, and, and that's why I'm saying why I would maybe live bet him if it's like because yeah. like you can you can get bad decisions i'm saying if it's like clearly one or something yeah. like, like where you you can't do anything but give clark a run i'm saying more of that but i don't think he he's gonna win round one on the cards i just don't think he's going to because yep. ivan's pretty like powerful early yeah he's not good though like he's not a good fighter <laughs> well of them but clark's not that good and Clark I, like, I don't think... wrestling and I yeah. Clark over a cage. That was a decent spot. Maybe uh, that was more. That was more uh, just like I don't think Rakic should be plus five hundred here, or only minus five hundred here, whatever he was. Yeah, it's uh, like I, yeah. I, I bought a Rakic hype train, but the other hand, it's like holy shit, guys, relax a bit. <laughs> it's still live word. Yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, Pavlovich versus Goom. This is the only fight I haven't taped. Like, I, I know I think Golm's a bit, I feel Golm is a bit wide, but yeah, I have no strong conviction. I'm not, yeah, like, I'm not that so, like, I, I haven't taped it, so I, I can't really speak to, like, their movements and how exactly they're going to match up. But Pavlovich isn't that good. <laughs> like, no. Like, and he kind of quit versus Overeem, and I know that's kind of like a, like a narrative thing, but he kind of just turtled over after, like, a big shot landed, landed on the yeah. floor. I mean, it was a pretty big shot, but, like, if, if Golm's, like, tough, and if he can kind of just, like, land, like, what's his KO line? I think plus 600, Five? Oh, holy shit. Yeah. That's, what, that's what I saw here. I'm not sure is he a, is he a sub guy, too? I haven't taped him since, like, the bowler fight. I can't uh, remember. I think, I think he got a Kirk Club and sub. I don't, think he's like, I don't think he's a great grappler, but he definitely subbed somebody. <coughs> yeah, I'm, just, I'm just wondering, like, if if his finishing route, if there's like, if you play his TKO line, if there's a risk yeah. of a I, I just have this is the one fight I haven't taped. So sorry to anyone listening, but I, I just, I, I, I kind of like that KO line. Like, I might just fuck it and throw like a hundred bucks on it. Just like, <coughs> but, uh, now I've got plus five hundred here. You got plus nine hundred. 500. Oh, I've got Jocko for Jocko sub for five, plus 500. Oh, yeah. That. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, What's up? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sold on Pavlovich. I'll, you know, 
TBD on this fight, but I, I could easily see Golem finishing him, to be quite honest. Yeah. Um, next fight, Makachev and Sarukian. I have to buy one of my bowlers to get some money on. <laughs> Give me a second. Um, you want to watch the next one again? Sorry. Uh, oh, are, uh, you, are you throwing on Golden Kea? Yeah, it's a guy for the black. Somebody to put money on for me. So. Yeah. No, I, I think that's uh, like, like, dude, Pavlovich kind of just like quit in that fight versus over. <laughs> yeah. And, and he hasn't fought all that many good fighters, you know? Like, Golden will at least, like, go, like, I don't know, like, try to stand up to him and. So I don't know. I'm going to tape it, though, but that's just kind of my pre-fight thoughts. Um, but is Islam Makachev and Arman Sarukian? Yeah. Uh, did you tape this one? Um, give me a second. I have not, but I heard a lot of enthusiasm about Arman Sarukian. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like it's a Makachev is legit, so... Again, it just feels like those people people just like look at um, external wrestling um, achievements and just try to put put them one to one into UFC, which I don't think quite works. Yeah, um, I think the, the big X factor here is uh, I actually like I actually like preview this fight, but I think uh, Makachev like coming from a sambo, he comes from a sambo background, and Armand comes from a freestyle. Yep. And like Sambo guys, like I don't know how familiar you are with Sambo Kagabe. I'm assuming yeah. you know a little bit of it, but like it, <laughs> yeah. it uh incorporates elements of folk style wrestling, which is American wrestling for anyone who's listening, and, and that emphasizes holding people down. So like there's a reason why a lot of Russian fighters are good at holding people down, because they come from Sambo, so like Khabib and Islam. But they're also, they're like not vulnerable off their back. Like they can actually like defend themselves and you can't just pass their guard if you get them down. Uh, and if you notice like some um, wrestlers, you can just fuck them up um, if you take them down. And I'm not sorry, a scholar. Not a solo uh, guy. What's up? I'm not, a scholar of, I'm not a scholar of martial arts history. But is it true that the folk style, um, folks and holding people down came from incest in the American South? Or is that just a... Um, <laughs> Prevailing rumor. Uh, I don't think that's true. But actually, isn't the South? Isn't it? Penn State's the best um, college wrestling team at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, Kale uh, Sanderson has been over there for I forget how many won them like fucking like seven national titles. Um, Kale Sanderson wrestled at Iowa State, the Cyclones, yeah, I know, yeah. and he yeah. yeah he was a anyone who's not familiar with him listening. He's the only guy to ever go undefeated. D1 and never lose a match and be a four-time champ doing it. But uh, yeah, he went to Penn State and they're just like a powerhouse now. Like Phil Davis wrestled at Penn State. Um, trying to think of other guys. Yep. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but essentially like a little off topic, but Sarukian comes from a freestyle background, so he doesn't like come from that ability to be able to hold someone down. And freestyle wrestling like you're not good off your back there too and there was a fight where he looked a little vulnerable there and i feel like if down he'll fuck him up and i feel like if sarukian gets islam down like islam will be fine so i think that's like a big x factor in this fight is the discrepancy of their bottom games like if that makes sense yeah um honestly intrigued by his submission line makacha uh, I think it was a decent price. I remember it was like plus 300 or something I looked at the other day. If it, if it was plus 300, I'd maybe play it. Get a look. Yeah. 
Um, all right, onto the uh, people's main event and the main event main event. Overeem vs. Lineik, which will be interesting. <laughs> I don't see how I, I'm. I am getting very, very, very bullish on unders here. I just do not see how this goes over like three rounds. I'm kind of pissed, man. Like I, like the bookies here. Like I have like I have three bookies that currently have like yep. those unders and. It's like fight won't start round three. That's kind of like the one I really wanted, and yeah. I wanted I wanted fight won't start round four if it was a good price. But fight won't start round three is like minus one eighty five and minus one seventy. No, and I still think there's probably value there. But I was hoping yeah, to get like I was hoping to get like minus one thirty. That's yeah. My I think it opened at um, even money or something. It opened at plus one hundred three over here, and now oh, it's um, God. And now it's down to, um, I think it's still minus like 150 at the moment. So they still haven't kicked the cost. Actually, I'll check if they kick the cost. Usually they'll kick the cost by, uh, by now. If it was plus 105, I'd probably yeah. throw like three or four units on it. It's 1.68 at the moment, which is like minus 145, yeah. essentially. Yeah. I think it's still value there, too. <laughs> yeah. I... I, I just, I just, Linux going to come forward consistently and it's going to absorb punishment or it's going to. Clip over aim with a massive, wild, ugly something and get the stoppage that way. That's my exact read on this because he always forces the issue. Uh, Olenek, like he always moves forward. The only yeah. way I see this just like to explore the possible ways of it not hitting, like, I mean, it's definitely going to finish at some point. It's just like, how, yeah. you know, um, yeah. The, the only thing that I do worry about is because, like, yep. I could see Overeem taking him down and laying in his. Yep. But, um, Blades did it, and like Olenek isn't a guy who's just gonna sub you. Like, like he's not gonna he's not gonna guard sub Overeem. Sorry. Yeah. Um, that's the only risk. But I think I think Overeem's probably gonna knock him out. Honestly, or the second. Yeah. But right. But I'm I'm just hoping to get like some type of better line. <coughs> I give it. Yeah, I should just kind of diddle. Um. Yeah, I, I, I don't even think he, unless I like rocks over him, I don't see him getting a takedown. I don't see him getting a sub because over him and Lainik have trained, and Lainik is not really a spectacular qualified yeah, positional grappler. He is a strange person with this deep, deep, deep bag of weird shit. And I feel like by the time you've trained with Lainik like five, six times, you've sort of seen into the bottom of the game. Yeah, you, you've seen a lot of what he can do. Yeah, and also. He likes to go for those Ezekiel's, you know, um, yeah. up in the clinch. And I think Overeem would just fucking knee him like to death if he started doing that. Like, 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 and Overeem's pretty good at disengaging from that. Not that I think Ezekiel's like a, a big risk in this fight, but uh, especially yep. from standing position. I don't yep. know. Like, the the only path I see for Olenek is like clipping him, which I actually think is possible. Quite honestly, like yep. if he just yeah, definitely and lands. Um, or if like he kind of just outlasts Overeem and ends up getting him down, like if the fight happens to play out kind of long, and he kind of just like outlasts him and then finishes him that way. Um, yeah, because Reem likes to fight at his own pace. So, but yeah, pretty much. I should, I just, yeah. I just think Atlantic should force something. He will. I mean, he does it, dude. He does it every fight. Like I, I watch all his yeah. fights yesterday. Like against Travis Brown, like he's moving forward and he doesn't move his head. So he's like, 
super fucking hittable, but he'll also like land if you don't put him out. So yeah, it should end. But, um, yeah, like, I guess favorite plays on the card. I don't think too many because I don't think we're playing all that much. But what, what's yours? Yep. Uh, fights on just various unders on over Rainbow's Linux. Yeah, yeah, and then I think Joko point handicap, depending on what it is, if it's like even money or something, I think, or, or plus money especially. <coughs> I like I like that early line of not going to division as well. Like yep. I think I think I got it around even money, which was I thought was ridiculous. Um. But th- honestly, there's not too many fights on to be quite real. No. I might like Actually, talk no, is. some unders too, just to like fuck around, but I don't know if I'll like What what's um you you guys got mine have got um fight not to start round three minus two hundred, right? There's still minus one fifty over here, which is like I, I do think it's something you could add to. <laughs> but I'm just like Wait, trying to get I'm one? trying to get my arms off. If uh, fight starts round three. The fight doesn't start round three. For overeem, also Olenek. I like I like a, I like a line KO to a line KO too, just on pure value. Reem Olenek fight won't start round three, but it's one eighty five. Yeah, uh, it's like minus one fifty here still. Um, what else? I thinking. Um, I've, I've also got a bunch on KO one and KO two. Just fight ends by KO one, KO two. I think Reem K Reem wouldn't shock me if Olenek knocked him out. Like it, all, it would be surprising, but I wouldn't be like. Oh my god, that's oh, completely no. unforeseeable. No, like I, I, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Atlantic subbing him would actually surprise him more than them knocking him. At least, Atlantic dropped a like he's dropped multiple fighters. He dropped he dropped Travis Brown. He dropped a, yeah. he dropped Hunt even. I think yeah, um, yeah. Like he can yeah, pack some punch for him. Yeah, he's really slow though. Like an Overeem will yeah. probably just move out of the way. Be most of the shot. <laughs> Rain freaks out sometimes though. He does. Yeah, oh, Rain, yeah, that's for sure. That's special for Rain. We'll see Rain walking into the ring and we'll know if his facial expression. Like, I don't yeah. think Rain's chin is that bad. He just so, he just really panics. He's kind of a front runner. Yeah. Um, he kind of like has to just be winning most of the fight. Or, and, and if he starts losing, he just ends up losing. <laughs> so. I'm trying to think. Is Overeem got that? The kind of guy who's going to dig himself out of a hole, I feel. Look, Overeem could have that. Like, I've noticed with BJ Penn and Vitor Belfort, they never ca- and Sun, they never came back to win a round after they lost a round in the UFC. Oh, yeah. Sun is like the ultimate crumble. Uh, Chelsea never lost Sarah a round in the UFC. It's the best Sarah, Sarah McMahon's the greatest front runner I've ever seen. Like, she. Ah, uh, Chell. Chell's Yeah, yeah. Like, Chell never lost a round. They're the king and queen, I feel. Actually, never mind. Charles lost one round in his career against Quinton Ra- against Rampage. That was the only time in the- he lost a round on all three judges' scorecards. I'm looking at Sarah McMahon. I want to I look at her, too. Like, I don't... I'm just looking at Reims' record. Did Mark Hunt take her? I remember Mark Hunt made that fight close. Um, we're doomed... Wadoom knocked down the third round. I could have a fairly big bet on Wadoom decision. I was pissed. Because it was like plus 700. I don't uh, think Sarah McMahon's ever lost a round either. Oh, wait, no, she has against Lauren Murphy. But like very few and far between. Yeah. I think, I think didn't Chael lose a round to Bisping? No, he, he, got, he lost them two cards. 
Next no, because I think he like yeah he had that was that was like close decision, but they gave the the judges were all very different had all had very different opinions. I thought Chell so won think, the fight. Yeah, he, he won the fight, but it was like it was yeah. like um, Bisping got like a different round on everybody's scorecard. Yeah, gotcha. It was weird. It was and also Tate, Tate um, McMahon was close. Yeah, yeah that's another one. Th- there's just like a lot of fights where like Marion Renault and Vera. Um, like she just yeah. kind of, just like yeah, over and died. Um, Mate, we know know inside distance was an easy bet. Never any doubt. Who? Uh, I had to know inside the distance. Oh no, I did distance. too. I, I, it was plus four hundred. Yeah. I remember it. I played that. Yeah. yeah, that was a long time ago. That was like yeah, yeah. twenty eighteen, well, last February. Yeah, yeah, I played that too. I'm talking over him record because I'm I'm fairly sure over him hasn't won a hasn't. In the UFC, because Wadomi lost a round, but it was in the third. Um, I gave him round two against Blades, but uh, I don't forget. I don't forget else did. Like, he hasn't yeah. really gone to the third. He hasn't really gone to the season. He hasn't really gone to third rounds that often. Like I looked at Landing, Landing said he'd been to the third round like four times in seventy fights. <laughs> yeah, he dominated Mir. I remember he kind of waited. Mir. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that's my main concern here. Where like if Ovrim could just get yeah. on top of. Can just get on top of Alainik and chill there, which I think he could, could definitely could. Because I, I think once you stop Alainik being Alainik, he's not, you know, he's not Damian Meyer. That's my biggest fear of the inside the distance because like Reem has those upper body throws to like take you down, yeah. and I could easily see him throwing the like forty five year old on, on the mat. He's way more powerful, yeah. and um, yeah. he's a good submission stifler. Like he he can like I, I could see him just chilling, and he kind of did. He'll play in your guard and kind of throw like low risk grounded pound and hope one of them lands. He didn't he do that to Pavlovich too? So uh, uh he, he just pushed to um, side control, didn't he? I think he just killed Pavlovich. Remember, he just like got yeah. side control and destroyed him. Yeah, I think he was like using what doing that thing where like you have one hand kind yeah. of moving the legs and then the other hands. Like I think he did. But he he will yeah. like take top position at times to kind of coast. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't do it, like, all that much. I'm just saying it's happened. Yeah, so. true. And, and I, I'm just worried if, like, Olenek starts landing on him, that Reem yep. does that, and it eats off some of the clock, and it fucks the under. Um, true. But, I mean, that's, like, the only risk, I really feel. Yeah, so, like, it pops in the head for me. Yeah. Uh, okay. But I think the, uh, I don't know, yeah, so, like, not too many great plays, but I guess we can like briefly for like ten minutes maybe talk about yep. Jacare Hermanson. Just a lot of lines dropped, so people are probably like interested. The drop for Ivan uh-huh. Cowboy too. I don't know. Does anything jump off the page for Jacare Hermanson or Ivan Cowboy? Traffic. <coughs> Sorry, give me a second. Um, I know almost all these fighters like well. Yep. I've actually, I've had, a, I've, had a, I've had a very good arbitrage. I've been looking, I'm looking through all my various accounts to see what my uh, see what my current positions are. And I've got a few. I'm surprised I have, but they probably seem like good ideas at the time. Also, if sports bet risk partners listening, please move your fucking auto line down to one point um, seven four so I can cash out for profit. You dicks. <laughs> uh. <coughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They, they, I, I get, I, I got on, and it was like one point eight, and they moved, they moved it as far as they could without giving me a free, without giving me a profitable cash out. 
and it's like 1.6 overseas, 1.69. How they will destroy Volkanovski, by the way. Actually, next week, next week looks like an actual good card. So I was like, actually, I like look that forward card. to eight fights. There were like eight fights in this card I'm actually interested in. Yeah, like, and there's more like some actual good fighters on there, and even some of the debutants are that, that Janda Roba girl fighting Esparza is actually pretty yeah. good. I know you don't like even like even like the new actually, I do, I actually do like Janda Jan Roba. I watched her myself. That's, that's how good she is. She's actually um, transcended my hatred of WMMA. Yeah, she, she, like, she's yeah, like really good. I, I gotta tape that fight. Like that, That's a pretty close fight, I feel. I think Jack Hamad destroys Manson just because like, Manson doesn't really do smart things. Like, yeah. he, he, yes, he did, he did choke out Branch, but he still did jump a guillotine. Yeah. Uh, Hardy, Smoldykov will be something. Perry, Cowboy will be entertaining. I, 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 I'm just, I'm looking how Cowboy just, Brazilian Cowboy shooting out to like a big favorite. I'm just like, I, I, I wouldn't take Brazilian Cowboy as a big favorite against anybody. I, yeah, I kind of want to play Perry in that fight. Like, I, I definitely take Brazilian Cowboy at evens. But I trust Perry to do Perry things. I, Perry's I, I, like I have tough no idea. And, like Perry's tough, and he's got like yeah. decent wrestling to where I don't think like I'll kind of walk you down and like I, I don't know. I kind of. I do think Brazilian Cowboy hits hard on me, but that's Perry's fault though. Who's, yeah, who's Brazilian Perry? Cowboy's yeah. got yeah. epic power. Yeah, he definitely does. Um. Perry's got like underrated takedowns. <laughs> like, yeah, he can like, but uh, I'm not, like I, I could just see him just like not getting knocked out and just kind of bringing the fight to him and taking it, or just getting like yeah. some type of like random finish because it's a crazy kind of type of fight. Um, but I mean, I, I would not have those odds. Anders will definitely be good. Uh, Alovsky, Alovsky should not be underdogs. That was my... Yeah, I haven't taped either, but that, that's kind of my first glance, too. Um, I'm hoping... This guy did not particularly impressed me in the TNC or against... Um, what's his name? Sherman. What do you think about this one? Like, I I think very lowly of the underdog in this matchup. Um, I think Court McGee is going to fuck up Diego Lima. Yeah, wouldn't surprise me. Like, Lima had that sort of low-key KO against Swatistan, but... Yeah, like, he's never... Yeah, Laprise. He, like, never knocks out. And he happened yeah. to get a knockout, and he can't win rounds. Like, he's fucking terrible. And McGee throws a lot of strikes and can get takedowns. Like, if you look at his fight metric numbers, yeah, he, he, he lands, like, five and a half significant strikes per minute and averages, like, two takedowns. And Lima's yeah. not good. Like I, like, I feel like if Lima doesn't finish him, he's kind of fucked. But, um... I haven't like looked into it, but that's kind of my initial. Like I threw on it at minus one fifty because I figured I could always arbitrage later. But uh, why is Gilbert Burns fighting Mike Davis? Like Mike 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 Davis looked uh, that was a fun fight against Sadiq Yusuf, but why why are you giving him to Gilbert Burns? I just I don't get I don't understand that matchmaking. Where is that fight at? Um, what division? Or it's not, it's in the undercard. <laughs> It's on topology. It's on topology, at least. On Jacare Hermanson. Yeah, Gilbert Burns no, versus Mike not, Davis. Not on. I'm on. I'm on best fight odds. I'm kind of looking at oh, that. Oh, it's topology at the moment. It's just not in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I think Burns was originally supposed to fight someone else, and then 
maybe Mike Davis stepped in. He's supposed to fight. Why was he supposed to fight Eric Wisely? Why the fuck was he fighting Eric Wisely? Yeah, he was fighting some like shitty fighter. I remember. So yeah, hey, Gilbert, Gilbert Burns is like they gave him Dan Moret like last year too. <laughs> yeah. He just like killed him, and it was like okay. I was like, why are we doing this? Just give him somebody good. Gilbert Burns could beat like elite lightweights, in my opinion. Yeah, Gilbert Burns is very matchup dependent, but like I think Gilbert Burns would be one of the more interesting Khabib fights. Yeah, just because yeah, it's fucking yeah. Gilbert Burns is a legit grappler. Yeah, I think Gilbert Burns is like top. Yeah, he uh, three yeah. grapplers in that division. Yeah, if anybody, if anybody would just go give Khabib trouble and in, in the rest, I think, there's a, few, I think there's a few guys who could like take it to Khabib in that division personally. Yeah. Yeah, he, like Khabib's really good, and I bet him versus McGregor. But he, uh, yep. he also like he's gotten a lot of good style matchups in his career. Yeah, yeah, Barboza Johnson also claps on the pressure. Barboza Johnson, and even like for one of the better lightweights, like McGregor, uh, I feel like it's like a yep. good favorable matchup for him. It's like Tony Ferguson would give him issues. Charles Charles Oliveira would like not be yep. a pick for him. Um, yep. Gilbert Burns wouldn't be either. Like, like, I feel like there's like plenty of guys who could challenge him. Like, he's yeah. really good. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. He can beat any of those guys. But I also think like he's fought a lot of guys who can't beat him at a high clip. Yeah. Yeah. So like Johnston Barbosa, I don't think they knock him out. Like insane fluky knockout. Yeah. Like th- those are just like tailor made matchups for him to crush them. Yeah. yeah. His yeah. higher point to win was really impressive, in my opinion. Um. A lot of people weren't high on that, but the like I Quint is a good defensive wrestler, and no. Khabib, even though he couldn't get his wrestling going all that much, because like no. he, he can wrestle fuck Barboza and Johnson, of course, but not a guy who will actually work his way back to his feet, and um like like Al did, and he still like dominated the fight, like fifty forty four. No. So, no. um. Yeah, but that Jason Gonzalez Miller fight, I'm kind of intrigued. I haven't, but like Jason Gonzalez is not bad, and and Miller kind of looks like shit recently. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Who's uh, Takashi Sato? Am I like blanking on someone? I, f- I feel like he's a fun Japanese action fighter, but I have no strong memories of him. The yeah, I think he might have fought. Um... Actually, um, was it the guy who got destroyed by Eric Silver years ago? No, he was not. No, it's crazy. Pat Christ. I don't know. Never seen him before. Just I thought he, I thought he was the guy who got um. Cause remember Eric Silver got destroyed somebody like years ago. I think it was Takanori say though. Oh yeah, yeah. And then the eye. It was like, it was, oh, yeah, it was like back when Eric Silver was still fun. Yeah, that was back, back when Eric Silver. Yeah. I was big on the Eric Silver hype train back in the day. People were like calling Eric him future champion whenever he because he beat like Charlie Brenneman. <laughs> yeah, but you just watched him fight. Holy shit, he was athletic. Holy shit, he was explosive. For that time, he like it's just like a lot of savage. athletes followed him quickly. If that makes sense, like, yeah. like yeah. he he looked like it. And maybe if he got like a title a couple years before then, he probably like could have honestly beat some of those guys. Yeah. But um, yeah, even John, even the John Fitch fight, that was fucking close. That, that, that yeah, he got the only good fight out of John Fitch. He still like murdered Koscheck and yeah, um, Koscheck Koscheck's drop was one of the like 
biggest drops in ability I've ever seen. Like his decline. Yeah. He he went from being like pretty decent to where like he even stood up to Tyron Woodley in that first round and died. Yeah. And then before he would really like, took he would lose to like no namers. <laughs> like get knocked before, out. Yeah, before they really took his drops. Like, yeah, I mean, look at his early UFC records pretty good. He beats Brennerman. He got the Q against Prater, but that was destruction. The Fitch fight was very, very close. That could have been like a draw. That should have been drawn modern scoring. Yeah, super competitive. Kim was a bit meme. Uh, Matt Brown was, yeah, Matt Brown was a very close fight. Yeah, he got gassed and got finished by Matt Brown, but he always had him out in the first. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I, I think Eric Silver hype train was justified at the time. And that yeah. John Fitch fight is like, is a forgotten yeah. great fight. It was seven years ago, and that's when fighters just all that great at the time, you know? True. Sure. Like, like Chael Sonnen at the time was like a top three middleweight. <laughs> so... No, he's a top five heavyweight. <laughs> heavyweight is so bad. It's fucking terrible. Um, I know. Yeah, and then I guess just talking about the I Quinta Cowboy card, I'm, I'm kind of intrigued by Brunson Theodora because... Yeah. I don't think Brunson's that good, and I think Theodora will just, like, output him. I could say Brunson's taking his head off, but yeah, if, if he doesn't, it's like, oh, Theodora will probably outwork you. This should Brunson, though. So he, he, he seems like one of these very headspace-based fighters. He yeah. Comes, he comes in scared occasionally. He comes in... So if he's not scared of Theodora, I could see him having a beautiful performance because he's not terrified for once. Yeah. Arjan Bowler and Juan Adams, I'm like, Juan Adams looked like shit in his last fight. Was that the main triangle one, or am I thinking of another one? He's a huge heavyweight. He fought... Um... No, he's not the main triangle one. I, no, there's another he one fought... of He's a huge heavyweight with like a... He's, like a, he's a black... Yeah, I, 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 I remember. I he fought it, yeah. De La Rosa, I think. Yep. And it, he like, he was in trouble at moments in that fight. Um... And, like, he has well, no cardio, so... But he, he will, like, present issues for Bowler probably early, but... Mate, it's a big old Mexican with a big held head. That's not an easy fucking matchup. Rashad Coulter, possibly oh the GOAT. Is he... Is he... Is Juan Adams Mexican? No, Chris, Chris De La Rocha. Gotcha. Actually, Juan Adams does sound like he'd have some Mexican arm, but... Yeah, well, I said he was a black guy, and then you said... I he's, he's black, he's black, but who knows what his mix is. Yeah, yeah. Like, and then whenever you said that, I'm like, wait, maybe. <laughs> but, uh... I was, I was thinking of Crystal Rocha, who was a top-level talent. Yeah. The Shard Culture fight's one of my favorite of all time. I, I just enjoy that level of MMA. <laughs> D- dude, who's this guy? Even Money versus uh, Andrew Sanchez. Like, Andrew Sanchez isn't bad. Yeah, he's not. Um, give me a second. Andrew Sanchez, like... Got a quality win over Perez. Like, I think Perez isn't... Like, I like Perez. Yeah. I've been kind of playing Did him. You, you, were you on the um, Hernandez-Max bet train with us? Against yeah, um, yeah, Max I, being Max-Bucked? I, I max bet Perez, and I played two units. Yeah, on the submission. Yeah, the, the, that was an insanely good... Um, that, yeah, that was an insanely good... That's probably my spot of the year so far. It's like, yeah. why the fuck is Hernandez minus 300? No, I think you and I, I think you and I actually started that. We were like, "What the fuck's going on here?" I think I think another one was a, a another one that I kind of max bet was Bermudez over T Edwards. Yeah, I, I haven't mm-hmm. actually seen these um lines. Who, who's this motherfucker, Andrew Sanchez? Like, I 
Andrew Sanchez can win rounds. Like, yes, yeah, he's fighting on TKOs. Like, he's pretty good. I've actually the guys he's fighting him don't have okay records, but I've Sanchez is from my hometown. I've actually like rolled. I've rolled around with him in the wrestling room. He yeah. who? Yeah, well, I'm sure it was hard. It was difficult for the first seven minutes when he died. <laughs> but but remember his cardio like was super improved yeah. versus Perez because I think he he went uh, to like super improved compared well, to where it was yes compared to what it was it wasn't awesome. like he was it wasn't like he was Max Holloway in there I mean you just gotta keep it into account going against yeah. whoever he's going against and see if that guy pushes a pace because if they don't push a pace he'll, he'll be fine but uh like I can't be fucked doing ta- doing tape at the moment but I'm just looking at this guy's record nothing's sticking out <laughs> to me as saying this guy <laughs> should be a favorite. He opened up as a... He's like a newcomer. He's undefeated. Oh, no, he's undefeated. Fuck. <laughs> Books <laughs> like, undefeated, like undefeated regional... Yeah. Hey, uh, my, opinion, my opinion is... Hold, like, he's 10-1. Yep. He lost a split decision against a 2-1 guy just a few years ago. He's from Canada... So he probably can't wrestle, and Sanchez can wrestle. Like, what the fuck am I missing? Like, I guess I have to. T- I don't know. I'm, I, I just feel like there's this strong, there's a strong um, vibe of um, because our middleweight because in his topology page, so that's why <laughs> he's coming down from like heavyweight. Actually, Sanchez going up, maybe. No, he's middleweight. I think Sanchez would Sanchez be better off a light heavyweight. No, I suppose he's a wrestler, probably not. But light heavyweight is a lot worse. He trains out of, um, this guy trains out of Platinum Kung Fu. He's from Quebec, so clearly he's GSP. I think that makes if, sense. If I tape him and he doesn't look that good, I could, like, honestly maybe yeah. throw like, like, uh, a big bet on Sanchez. Yeah, same here. I'm, I'm, I'm just, uh, there we go. It's a random YouTube thing. There's Adam Hunter. Which one was the most recent fight? Um, his most recent one was Adam Hunter. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull it up too. I'll watch it. With yeah, you. I've got YouTube. We we can watch skip, it. Skip, 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 skip. It's on there. Yeah. Oh, there's like a highlight one where somebody's talking over it, but whatever. You got it? Found it? Yeah, I'm watching it right now. Um, uh-huh. It's a highlight one. The, is it a breakdown? Yeah, or... breakdown. I'm gonna mute this person's opinions because fuck him. Is Hunter the white white shorts guy or black shorts guy? Black shorts. I think right. I think he's the black no, shorts um, guy. Mark Andre is the black shorts guy. Our guy's black. The guy fighting Sanchez is the black shorts guy. The white shorts guy is not filling me with confidence right now. He's lumbering. I mean, I'm already not impressed by. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, like I'm already thinking about like going to place a bet on Sanchez. I'm at 320 on the, uh, into the bar. I'm do more research, but I might throw a bet on him now just for like, because I can't... What the fuck is like, this? He's not going to be... Holy clean. shit! You got to the 320 point where um, the dude, yeah, watching, the white short dude that. just all bursted on him? What? And he just swapped to another fight? Hunter just got a lot darker. Is TKO on... No, no dude, this is on Fight Pass, these fights. TKO. Oh, cool. So we can that's get him handy. on fight passes. Oh, I'm going to pull it up on fight pass. Fuck it. I think that's a fight right now. Isn't, just... isn't this where Jimmo came from? Yeah. 
it, it's I think it's a Canadian promotion. I actually have seen um all all the fuckers listening who know all the minor promotions so well, but who might make fun of us, but I'm pretty sure this is just like a Canadian promotion. And also like this guy is Mark Andre has one has got three split decisions on his record. Four split decisions on his record, so I don't think he's a very good round winner. Every time he's gone to the decision, it's been a split. He's, he's won three of them, but that's just not a good sign, in my opinion. You want to put Probably on the fight? The I'm, pu- I'm putting on the fight pass fight. I, I can send it to you. Yeah, give me a second. I'm just, I'm just watching the end of the breakdown one. Yeah. Like, I want, I'm, I might as well just watch like a full. He's got decent foot speed. He's got decent foot speed for level middleweight, but he's very hittable. Uh, well, it just looks generic. Like, the thing is. Sanchez will probably just wrestle him. Like, Sanchez can wrestle. Like, he, he just can. Yep. yep. True. Uh, I think then Sanchez is a terrible striker. No, he's like, I mean, he looks like pretty similar to this guy. I'm sorry. And nothing in this guy. Yeah, nothing in this guy's. The guy, you know, Barry Holt doesn't seem like a massive power hitter or anything like that, based on what I'm saying. Um, I have it paused at Thor. Give me a second. I have it paused at 4.57, and you can just tell me when you're there, and I'll play it, and we can kind of just watch it. And New little feature to WMMA all day, every day. Live tape. Uh, yes. uh, what, what, what's our timestamp in the video? Is it? Um, it's 11.03 on the video. It's 4.57 in the round. Uh, right, give me a second. Sorry, this Adam Hunter. This is one knock. Seconds. Alright. Yep, four fifty-seven. Go. Okay. Uh, one, two, three. I'm playing. Alright. Barrio is wearing. Barrio's in the Fucking Pete Canada, man. Pete Canada. I don't, I'm not a fan. Jesus Christ! I'm not a fan of this guy's defense already. <laughs> I have severe doubts about this guy's ability to last in the UFC as a defensive striker already. I mean, oh, I was like assuming he was just like a really good striker or something. Dude, he's getting like dominated. He's, yeah, he's getting destroyed by this guy. Are we looking at the? Are we looking at the right guy? Okay, so. Okay. Hunter's typology picture was great. I'll give him that. Is he a wrestler? Hunter, no, it's Hunter has won every had won every fight of his career prior to this one by first round knockout. So Barry Alt just went for a double. He got like the double leg. All right, no time. Barry, he's not going to be able to like pure. Down. Hunter just seems like a pure striker. Yeah. Well, Mullet, Mullet Man had won six foot. He had he's seven. He was um seven and one. Six first round knockouts, most of which were around under a minute. One rear naked choke in the first round. Yeah, I think Sanchez should, should out-wrestle this dude. For sure. Just based on, just on what I'm saying. And Sanchez's probably a better athlete. S- S- Sanchez is like, he's a legitimate college wrestler. Like, uh, oh, shit. Nice elbow. Nice elbow. Dude, dude, Sanchez out-wrestled Perez, like, if you remember. Yeah. Yeah, true. So there were Candace. See, I don't think this, like, throwing type of striking is going to, like... This is just meme low-level middleweight. <laughs> 
Why can't we get John Blanty in this in this promotion? He'd be like Goto. Dude, like a- Andrew Sanchez was like like. I know there's a little MMA math, but I mean I haven't. I, I, I'm yeah. probably gonna watch a, a Sanchez fight before I throw on him, but I'm probably gonna throw on him like honestly tonight. But it uh, he he was like dominating Jesus. Anthony Smith even <laughs> like. Yeah. Well, just dude, yeah, this this dude's getting wrecked by the this guy's dude's getting wrecked by uh, Mullet Man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dude, they they gotta get Hunter in the UFC. Guy's a... I would currently live cap this like Mullet Man like minus two hundred. <laughs> 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 like Barry Rose really had like a shitty takedown and that nice separation elbow. Barry Rose does win by KO, so I'm, I'm curious how he whoops. <laughs> yeah, decent double leg, but on the other hand, Hunter gave it to him. So he likes to always push up against the cage and get that done it twice. But like, I think in this situation, he's just kind of panic wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't think he's going to be able to get that double on Sanchez. Yeah. But this is definitely a step down for Marcus Perez. Let's put it that way. Yeah, like I would take. How Perez recent was this? Guy, how, right? how recent was this? This was yeah, um, September last year. So it wasn't like it's massive. No, so it's, it's probably, probably going to be like very similar. To this. And he's 29, and he's 29, and he's had uh, 12 plus. Yeah, so he's had 19 fights, including amateurs. So yeah, he's, he's should be a fairly finished product. First fight to win it was 2012. What does he? Uh, have I like don't think Barrio shouldn't like shoot forward. He's a better I'm... grappler than Hunter. But I don't think that means much. <laughs> no, <laughs> to be dude, frank. Like, Andrew Sanchez is like. A pretty, he's a yeah. pretty fucking good wrestler. Like he's not yeah. great, but he's better. Like he's you, like he out wrestles guys in the UFC. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's it's it, it, it's his better. It's his better brother. Yeah, even against um, because like yeah, both of Sanchez's losses have really been down to massive gas outs. Yeah, which could happen here, but never hand. Yeah, Hunter Hunter. Uh, Barrio is showing some decent positional grappling, but I think a lot of that's out of context of who. Hunter is. Early stoppage. Um, I, I mean, yeah, he kind of looked like shit in that fight. I'm going to pull up him. He one. did. Uh, what's the one before that? It's uh, Who was it? Kornberger. I'm just going to Google. I'm just going to search Barry Out. What? Uh, a Barry Out. What organization? Uh, he thought about it all in TKO recently. Okay. Kornberger's Barrio, it's on the, um, let me find it. Look, they've got the full event, they've got the full event here. Kornberger. It's the main event here. Oh, okay. Oh, cool, it's got the, it's got the full, um, markers. What's the end? Yeah, um, Fight Pass is doing that a lot, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Sorry, I'm turning off the volume. Um, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm there. Let me get to the actual fight. Are you at the fight yet? Good job. Yep. Yeah, I'm at. Uh, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm pausing. Stop. 
need to have and touch um, gloves. And pause the 1937 on the um, broadcast. You got the fight? Yeah, I'm on there. All right. Touch gloves. Yeah. I'm at 457 on the... On the uh... I think I'm like second high ahead. Oh, well. Looking a bit quicker here. Striking defense isn't good. Yeah, he looks a this little is a lot bigger cage than the last cage. This is, is this a lot bigger cage than the last cage was? I feel like it. It looked like it, yeah. Is this cage bigger than the UFC cage? Um, it looks kind of normal. Yeah. These are a lot of heavyweights. I know, nice leg kicks from Kornberger. Again, Barrio doesn't really seem to have much in the way of striking defense. Mm mm. The, go- the gold and silver wrist wraps are a nice touch. <laughs> yeah. Now, so I was trying to figure out why is Barrio's name yellow? I was like, what is, what is he wearing which is yellow? So they're focusing on the. Not, instead of pulling up the shorts, which are very obvious and apparent, they're going to focus on the wrist wraps. Good to work, guys. I want to see if anyone takes him down because Sanchez can like. No. Not only can Sanchez maybe just like outstrike him and just. Sanchez has decent leg, leg kicks, doesn't he? Sanchez has decent yeah, leg kicks. Yeah, no, he does. And then, but um, this guy's lands as much every leg kick he's tried. And, like grind him out pretty easily too. Yeah, this guy's up to like eight leg kicks lands already. He's losing this fight. Too. <laughs> uh, not as like, badly as he was last one. <laughs> okay. The early little exchange he had with the striking where he looked a little... Leg kicks hurt him because he started to limp a little bit. That was a free down turn. Yeah. His striking doesn't look nearly as good. Like, he can't even, like, land. Sanchez throws a lot of these type of strikes. Yeah. He'll probably go for the double leg here again. That's yeah. kind of his good. I like it. His clinch, stri- his clinch exit striking is probably his better, one of his better spots. Yeah, that's his best. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's not really anything to build a game, build a game, a game around. <laughs> This guy, like nice, got, but... this guy just got underhooks pretty well on him to, like, push him up. Yeah, well, so that kind of just screams that Sanchez can maybe out-wrestle him, you know? Um, yep. He is a good... His clinch striking is probably the best part of his game. But it's not, yeah. like, that great. Because if you just get double underhooks like this guy's doing, you can take that away. White Shorts has lost to Ryan Jones. To who? Ryan Jones. Okay. So Ryan Jane's Ryan been Andrew Sanchez, so powers of MMA man. <laughs> By beating White Shorts. Did he beat Andrew Sanchez? Yeah, Ryan Jane, there was a gas out, remember? It was like oh, Ryan yeah, Jane's. yeah. That, that was that ugly, ugly, terrible, horrific fight. All right, just whirling around the clutch a bit. I'm gonna skip to the next lightning bolt. <laughs> I mean, this is He's already telling 15, me that. He's absorbed kicks. This is already telling me that Sanchez can like outposition him against yeah. Cage. True. Right, like, like Sanchez did did, did this first Perez, if you remember. Yeah. I, I can't totally remember like all everything that happened. I I think I remember positions like that where. I think cardio. It's cardio. It's pretty good. All right, white shorts gets hurt again. Gets hurt again. Oh, sure. How's that, Flurry? Where are you at? On the if, I, if I was Sanchez, I'd really be, be, be building leg kicks in this one. Yeah. Barrio has not effectively defended the single leg kick. 
Yeah, Barrio's got decent powers. Nothing world-changing, but he definitely hurt. He definitely can hurt people. Does Sanchez throw leg kicks? What? Assume he has at some point. Let's check for I just keep this whole fucking fight tonight. Yeah. I will say one thing that he at least he does like he's busy, you know. Yeah. Yeah, he's got decent cardio for middleweight. Like at the end of this first round, I'm actually seeing a little to where he's like, yeah. okay, um, it, because he's just like kind of forcing the action a little bit. Yeah, I'm a bit more impressed by this one than I was last one, which is not a huge, but which is not a hugely high. Yeah. Uh, leg kicks. Sanchez threw uh, 13 leg kicks against Perez. None against Ryan Jones. Four against... Um, eight against Anthony Smith. Five against... Uh, so leg kicks casually. He was not really a leg kicker. Uh, oh, second guy, round. Kind of deep in a body lock in that round. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go to the next round. No takedowns in this. It just, it just looks like White Shorts gets tired. They're both hitting each other pretty easily, though. Oh, nice, oh really? Nice, um, yeah. Uh... Yeah, and then he... there's a lot of, like, cage clinching, and that's where I yeah. think Sanchez will win. The... Will, like, win. I think he'll get the better of yeah. the but... I could see if I stood gassing out Sanchez. Like, I don't think it's impossible, but never had. I could see Sanchez just using the clinches to get on top of him and yeah. sit there for 10 minutes. Uh, Barry, Barry does the, does have pretty good cardio. You finish him at the, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm backing off a little bit. Yeah. Fuck! I thought this was like a Perez Hernandez and Max Bet type of fight. Yeah. Eh, what is like I could down, I do I I do think Sanchez should. Five. Yeah, I agree but... too. What did it open? I I think he opened as a big underdog, Sanchez. <laughs> Oh, he opened it. Plus somebody one. probably he opened it plus one. Probably somebody looked at um this Barrio's record, saw his KOs, and went, "Well, Sanchez is chinny, but Sanchez isn't really chinny in my opinion. Like most times, his his two UFC knockout losses have been more about being exhausted than they have been about yeah just getting hit hard and dying." All right, back to the cage. But like Sanchez has a couple quality wins. Yeah. Like that Perez win was pretty good, and like beating Trevor Smith isn't like. Trevor Smith isn't bad. Yeah. Well, Anthony Smith almost finished John Jones. <laughs> Sanchez was pretty Actually, much... Actually, as, as of halfway through round two, now Barrio. Barrio, Barrio just kind of gasses a few Does minutes he? into round two. Yeah. Now, now it's like MFAF Griffin sort of level of cardio for both. <laughs> They're both tired. White shorts has had a burst of energy. He ends up knocking them out. I'm kind of... I found a shame there's just some wild wings shot, wild shot which eventually connects. Like watching this fight, no, how would you cap this fight if it, this fight? Yeah, white shorts plus one fifty. Barry's got decent combinations though. Actually, that's surprising. They're both quite comfortable throwing combinations for um, low level light heavyweights. Yeah. <laughs> white shorts just try to on back him, which <laughs> is interesting. <laughs> points for points for efforts. 
Why do people keep getting lured into the fucking uh, magic of the reverse elbow? <laughs> okay, I come from. I don't know. I'm assuming Randy gets dropped. Huh? What? No. That's all right. <laughs> that that was weird looking guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just saw that. <laughs> That's not, that was not what I was expecting. All right, I mean, good on him. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, that, that, was that through the guard? He just kind of fell over. Yeah, well, yeah, he clearly hit him hard, but it's never had yeah. it look like didn't look like a massive shot. You probably, you probably just clipped the temple through the guard, I guess. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm watching it in slow motion because I'm just curious. What, I'm confused what happened. Yeah, that, didn't, that didn't look like it would, that shot should have caused that much. So I'm fairly sure we can say Barrio doesn't have the same power, so you know, he's been you know, he's absorbed 10 minutes of it quite comfortably. Yeah. Yeah, yeah just clips the temple. Clips the temple. I think, that just, I think that was just good placement, honestly. Not necessarily intentional, just, you know, he intended to hit him, but I just think probably just like happened to clip the um, perfect spot. I mean, Sanchez's decision probably is a good play. Yeah. But... Well, right. Needs to see if we can find some time with uh, Ariel off his back. That'd be the main curiosity. That's main curiosity I've got. That's what I'm gonna do. I think I'm gonna tape a little bit. <coughs> I do gotta roll though. My girlfriend's coming over. Yeah. And texting oh, yeah, at me right pop. now. Um, I do. All right, thanks, mate. I shall yeah, stop have a good the box. Give me a second. Let's remember to do that. Cool. All right. Yep. Craig Lever, right, it's been lovely in May all, every day, all day with our bonus into our bonus um, live capping of Sanchez Andrew Sanchez expecting. <laughs> this is probably the highlight so far. For I hope sure. you guys are able to follow along with this riveting procedure. All right, thank you.